0: Hello and welcome to Tell Me Where I'm Going. I'm Chris DeLuca, the author. And this is another edition of the Author Update, where I tell you how the writing's going in between when I drop the the chapter episodes, where the whole next part of the chapter that you voted and suggested on happens. One of these days I'm going to stop recapping the premise of the show and what's happening in every episode in the beginning. Um, no, actually, that's not true. I probably always have to do that. But I'll probably get that down to a science and I won't ramble about it so much and probably won't end up talking about talking about it, in addition. But not today! Today it's happening. Anyway, um... In the last episode, uh, was a chapter episode, and uh, we're on a two week schedule now. There is going to be two author updates in between each chapter. Now it's going to give everyone plenty of time to listen to the episode and then suggest directions for it to go. We're already getting suggestions, and we're just going to need to get we're going to need to get more, and we'll be able to get that poll up, and you'll all vote on it, and the story will continue. To briefly recap. Uh, the We ended with Bob Dylan and Jeff Lynne deep underground, uh, and they're, they're kind of doppelgangers, the uh, kind of cultists who dressed up as them, bursting in and gripping each other by the forehead, by the temples. So, so Bob Dylan to fake Bob Dylan, Jeff Lynne to fake Jeff Lynne. And with Jeff Lynne, honestly, who can tell the difference? And they're gripping each other's foreheads. And I, I don't know what's going to happen next, but you do. And you tell me what happens. What, We've already gotten suggestions, uh, but not yours. Yes, I'm talking to you. So you tweet at me or n- now, new, email me. Uh, so you can tweet at me suggestions at y o u t m w i g. U-T-M-W-I-G at Twitter, and you can email me at suggestions at tellmewhereimgoing.com And remember, there's no apostrophe in I'm in the email address, because that's not how emails work. You drop all that punctuation. We all know this. But anyway, so that's the business side. And that's out of the way. The business. I'm not making money. I wish it was a business. This is not a business. This is a, this is a busyness. I, I'm abandoning that. Okay, but I'm very excited because we're uh you know to kind of spice these up. I kind of hinted at this a few episodes ago. To spice these up, I'm introducing a new concept. A new uh not a new concept uh a new topic. Not a new topic. A new segment. That's the word. I should really consider editing these. A new segment on uh, these author updates. Uh, and uh, the new segment is... Willberry Profiles. And, um... I don't know if I like the sound of that. Um, Wilbury Profiles? Anyway, right, it's fine. Uh, but the point is, we're going to dig deep into one of the traveling Willberries and a kind of an interesting part of their story. And we'll pick it apart and we'll... We'll talk about some lesser-known fact about one of these legendary musicians in this legendary supergroup. And today, on the inaugural edition of Willberry Profiles, I don't know uh, studies in Wilberries? the Willberry Bush, something. Anyway, tweet at me. The the inaugural episode will focus on George Harrison. That's right. The quiet Beatle. The the mop topped lead guitarist of the Beatles. The guy who wasn't Lennon and McCartney and also wasn't Ringo. The vegetarian. The Hari Krishnaist the the spiritualist, the guy who palled around with uh, Eric Idle, if anyone remembers that. What am I talking about? I don't remember that. I'm not that old. Jesus. Anyway, he did all those things. But what some of you might not be aware of um, was actually uh, about his first solo record, which was uh, All Things Must Pass, uh, which was a kind of a culmination of all the... The kind of tunes he'd been working on up until he, you know, the Beatles dissolved. So it was like a big outpouring of all this music that he wasn't able to get on on Beatles records, um, and it was a big triple LP, massive uh, outpouring of music, and it was a big success. And in retrospect, a lot of a lot of reviewers think it was uh, maybe one of the best, if not the best, um, uh, kind of solo uh, debut outing for, for an ex-Beatle. So, big record. So, all things must pass, right? But what some of you may not know is that the original title for All Things Must Pass was All Cars Must Pass. And this is really fascinating because it ended up as this kind of spiritualist journey, all things must pass, like this Buddhist, Hinduist type of thing. But, but really, the inception of was around George Harrison's love of civic planning and carpooling. All cars must pass would have been a very different concept uh, record, I think. You know, and, and I think that's what kind of why it fell apart because all things must pass, as it eventually end up, is not a concept record. It's you know a collection of of songs, um, a lot of them, but but it's not a really a concept. Um, but all cars must pass was. Was really about about civics and about um, you know urban planning. You know how do you how do you structure a a a metropolis to make sure that traffic flows remain consistent even at peak hours, and and this is the kind of stuff that the brilliant. Brilliant lead guitarist George Harrison was kind of thinking about um, the kind of stuff that he never got to explore in the Beatles. You know, it was it was a very creatively limiting environment. Let's be honest. Obviously, this is one of the, arguably, the greatest band in the world. But the the kind of expectations on that group and, and, you know, he was kind of relegated to like a sideman status. So he couldn't really express himself. He could not, uh, really let his, uh, real passion for engineering out. Um, so it was a shame. Um, but, but yeah, he was, he was all guns blazing with, with, uh, all cars must pass. But, um, unfortunately, you know, the, the concept was just too weighty. Um, and uh, it was kind of similar to the story of uh, Who's Next and uh, with the previous album, The Lighthouse Project, where it was just like got so unwieldy and, you know, egos involved. And, you know, the concept was so high-minded, he couldn't even communicate it to other people. You know, like he he was operating on such a high level that he couldn't even talk about His concept without people laughing at him. You know, like imagine, like you're, you're, you're this rock god and you're laying your soul out there about, you know, passing lanes and, you know, traffic flows and people are, are just laughing at you. And it must have been heartbreaking. Um, and, uh, I, you know, George is a very determined person. I'm sure if he felt like he could accomplish what he wanted to accomplish, he would have soldiered through all that criticism and humiliation and made the record he wanted to make. But, you know, from all accounts, it seems like, you know, he was suffering under the weight of the concept as well. I mean, there's just so much rich content there to dig into that, but it's it's also so you have to stretch to get there. I mean, it's and and all that musical backlog. It, it just he I don't think he could he could have he he wanted that extra stress. Um, it was just too much, and um, you know the drugs were getting on fun at that period, and um, you know a, a, a lot of the the acid that have been going around, the, re- the real trippy stuff that could kind of take you on that highway journey through All Cars Must Pass was really, you know, the the potency and the kind of tolerances that, that he was building up at that time. You know, his tolerance was up, the potency was down. So, you know, there a lot of things going against him. So, uh, you know, he, he eventually scrapped that whole concept and, you know, was like, hey... If I change one word, I can make it some spiritualist mumbo jumbo, and you know people seem to like that. So that's what he did. And um, I honestly, it's it is heartbreaking. Um, but at the end of the day, we we have a still a classic album. All things must pass. Um, great collection of songs. Very sprawling, but you know it, it does lack a unifying theme, and it and it really, yeah, it it just does kind of speak to you know just kind of spiritualism instead of you know something something that you can really set your wheels down on so anyway i think uh it's still fun to ponder and think about what might have been and you know rock, rock and roll is littered with those types of stories and this is just one more of them so um it's been a, it's been a lot of fun and a, a real pleasure for me to be able to highlight this story um so Keep that with you, whenever you think about George Harrison. Just remember, all cars must pass. All right, well that about does it for uh, Wilbury Corner, Wilbury Profiles. Will Willbury be back? Something. We'll figure it out. Um, and it also does it for this author update. Uh, but you know what to do. Listen to the chapter episode. Tell me where I'm going. Give me a suggestion for what happens to Bob and Jeff and Bob and Jeff. What's the scenario? And you know that whatever suggestion you give me, I take it to heart and it shapes profoundly the next chapter. I should have reversed that. It profoundly shapes the next chapter. Really got to work on just editing this at all. It's not happening. All right. You guys are great. I love you, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to Tell Me Where I'm Going, part of the Let's Hear It Network. To find out more, visit letshearit.network.